Welcome to the Poe Politicking Show. Founded in 2008, Poe Politicking is a hip-hop meets self-help brand. With each interview, we teach the babies and share success secrets with you, the listener. Past guests of the Poe Politicking Show include Yo Gotti, Currency, MC Light, BG, Dead Press, Rashida, Project Pat, and more. We also showcase the future upcoming stars of hip-hop. Subscribe on iTunes and get automatic updates of each podcast episode. Popolitikin.com. Hi, I'm Linda West and we're Popolitikin. Come join us. The Popolitikin Show is brought to you by Audible. With over 180,000 titles to choose from, Audible is great for any continuous learner wanting to grow and expand their knowledge and insight. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash P-O audio and get an audio book of your choice free with a 30-day trial. After the trial, your paid membership will begin at $14.95 per month. With your membership, you will receive one credit every month. Good for an audio book on Audible. Cancel before your trial ends and you will not be charged. So go to www.audibletrial.com slash P.O. Audio and download a free audio book by Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Napoleon Hill, Les Brown, Damon John, and more. Always remember that knowledge is power. Welcome back to PolPolitikin.com, your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Make sure you go to Spotify and you can listen to our podcast there. We're on Our Heart Radio, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on a lot of sites. Today I'm politicking with Linda West and she is the USA Today best-selling author. She has wrote many books on the law of attraction. Um, one of the books we want to talk about today is The Frequency. How are you doing today, Linda? I'm doing great, Paul. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. So, yeah, I didn't go too deep in your background. I know you did more than that. So, is there anything else you want to tell us that you did? I know I was reading, um, you have, uh, I was reading about the Broke the Mayan Code. I was trying to see what that was about. Okay, yeah. Um, well, basically, it started happening to me. I, uh, I went to this crystal moon healing. This sounds really groovy because uh, I was living up, I was married to a rock star up in Malibu at the time and we lost our money, the typical story. And we want, we're looking for something to do. And so we ended up at this crystal shop, which is like kind of something I wasn't allowed to do as a recovering Catholic, you know? <laughs> I don't know, I came up from a very Catholic um, upbringing and you know, we weren't allowed to be around anything that was considered alternative. Um, anyway, yeah, I was sitting on this big crystal and I just started getting messages from this angel and, uh, then I started dreaming things about math, which I don't know anything about. And then somehow I connected a code in the Mayan calendar and ended up with, uh, Terrence McKenna down in the rainforest with all these scientists. And, uh, that's how I, uh, started channeling, um, my first book. The frequency, all about the frequencies and how to use the frequency is actually the science of your sixth sense. So, what it really is is the science of vibration, and people call it gut feeling. But like when you meet somebody right away, the first thing you're picking up is their frequency. You're like, I like this person, I don't like this person. They've got a good vibe, they have a bad vibe, and like psychics might go further and be like this person's a con artist looking like this, like, you know what I'm saying? Or if you're street smart, you're just as aware of like who's who or what's real when you meet them, right? Right. Yeah. So what you're doing is you're picking up somebody's frequency because everything in the universe has a frequency and we, that's how we read things on an instinctual level. Anyway. That was what the frequency my first book was all about, learning, because it's the odd thing about the sixth sense is even though it is a science, like in, in quantum physics ter terms, you know, and you can talk about it vibrationally in quantum physics terms, the law of affinics, the law of affinity, uh, the law of frequency harmonics, the truth is it's more of a feeling mm -hmm. than a 
you know, it's like, so it's like we smell, but how would you like, how could you ever, for instance, um, try and explain to somebody what a smell is or how we smell? It's the same thing with how we pick up that instinctual feeling like I'm not going to take, I'm not going to go down this alley right here or yeah, I that. Say, so it's, it's like the, uh, mm -hmm. is the law of attraction the same as the frequency or is that kind of two different things? Because is it like, yeah, how, how you, is it different or how do you describe the law of attraction? Well, they're, they're exactly the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, the law, uh, the frequency is actually what you're dealing with in the law of attraction. So, for instance, because everything in the universe at a quantum physics level boils down to a vibrating wave, like you've heard this probably in early science days, like, you know, a rock is still like mostly space and it's just vibrating slower than other things. So basically, everything has a vibration level or its own frequency. And due to the law of affinity, like frequencies will attract like frequencies. Okay, so this is where the law of attraction comes in. If you want to be rich, you have got to fill yourself with a rich frequency to attract riches. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So... But people should know, like, very often, I think the mistake that people make when they're using the law of attraction is is they don't recognize even when it's working. So, because very often, you won't get it. Everybody kind of wants, like, thinks money is going to be the answer. Like, I'll get money, and then I'll do this, and I'll get money, and I'll do that. But things happen all the time without money, and it's kind of like just by vibrations coming together, and... I really advise people to start working with that now because it's like, say if you needed your rent paid. So you might be thinking the whole time, I need to get money from somebody, I need to get money. And then, you know, for all you know, like if you're using the law of attraction, the rent getting paid might be like, oh, your landlord gets sick and can't like, you know, collect the <laughs> money for another two weeks or something. You don't know how it's going to come is what I'm saying. Right. So, um, so yeah it's all about getting on that frequency which is really i guess the biggest conversation to have pose how do you get on the frequency you want to be on if you're not there yeah we can go we can go into that <laughs> <laughs> so how do you do that oh well there oh, gee where do i start this i would say for anybody listening, because I work with people all over the world, like Singapore, Egypt, New Zealand, and interesting, more around the world than even in in the United States, um, on manifesting what they want and using the law of attraction. And almost always, even if I can teach people the math, like kind of riding a bicycle, right? Um, if I can teach them how to do it, uh, what happens is sooner or later, their own, um, and you can call this karma, but it's not karma in like a judgment. It's in and it's like kind of like we are already, we're already programmed when we come in, right? Let's just face it. If you're born a Kennedy, you're programmed to expect rich things. You're programmed of every time you make money, you're putting it in your like freaking into a bond or something because your parents are like, save this, do this. If you're born blue collar like I was, you're just trying to save enough for a pizza at the end of the week, you know? So we're already programmed, you know? So my program and our program has always been do better than your parents before you or whatever, you know? Well, what does that really get you? It gets you blue collar. And a lot of people want to, do better. They want more. And so um, the problem is then they come up against their own patterning. It's kind of like if you were a computer and you put a program in and it's the pre-five-year-old pattern psychologically on my CCDC and counseling, um, we get patterned for the good and bad before we're five years old. So if you have a great rich pattern, chances are you're going to go on and become rich. If you have a poor struggling pattern chances are no matter what you do even if you run into good luck you will so, still find yourself back sometime in that poor struggling pattern because it's your dominant frequency so here's the goodness we can take control of that and the best way to do it and the easiest way uh, I found in fact I'm running a new book on this specifically because it is so powerful is um, you can listen on uh, YouTube has great ones mass affirmations they're called M-A-S-S -S affirmations 
Now, people may have heard of those before, but like you just can't go around saying enough, I'm wonderful, I have money coming to me, I deserve things. I mean, you, you, can, you can't do it enough to really change things. And what Bob Proctor and other people that have gone from like super poor to super rich in a year say is if you repattern yourself, and this is what I was told by my angels too, which led me to him, which was always like, confirmation like yes we gave you this information yes here it is you found it so if you listen to uh, and y'all might want to write this down because these are my favorite uh, the one on YouTube I really like is wealth affirmations it's like an hour of 500 fast programming wealth affirmations everybody needs more money um, is uh, it's called triagram like t-r-i-g-r-a-m and that one is a must, unless you're already a millionaire, everybody needs that. Like, because No, seriously, I'm, my book went to number one after I started listening to these tapes, and this book had no shot in heck of going anywhere. I have to tell you, it was a mushy Christmas book I wrote in five days, but I was in a bad time in my life, and I needed money. That book went on, and is still supporting me, a mushy Christmas book. So you don't know how it's going to come when you ask for the money, you just have to make the moves, you know what I mean? And if you and I almost didn't put the book out because my husband read it and said it was so bad. He's like, oh my God. And I was just like, but out of the depths of me came this new patterning where I'm like, I don't care. It's one book and I'm going to write a hundred books. You're one person and a thousand people are not going to read this. And it's like, and I'm only going to fail if I stop and I'm never going to stop. So I just walked out the door and I'm like, okay, I'm going to start writing a new book tomorrow. And, and just, and that's a success mindset instead of like, Oh no, you know, it was my last chance, which it was. I'd spent all my money. My restaurant had gone under. It's like things were looking really bad. I'd run out of my unemployment. I was just like, uh, it was a bad time. And then all of a sudden, boom. And I really credit it to these affirmations putting me into the frequency I needed to get into to pull the money in. And then how, how, like, you said, you talk about affirmations. What about, like, journaling or just writing your goals down, visualizing? Is that helpful, too? Uh, definitely, definitely it is helpful. I am a big fan of surrounding yourself with the things you love. And I have, I am good friends with, uh, you know, um, I don't know if you know who um, Michael Flatley is, but the Lord of the Dance. The, mm -hmm. Have you ever heard of him before? No. It's like the river dance yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, I heard a river dance dude. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He has he has a very similar story of how literally like his sister's my best friend, and you know uh, he. I'm just going to share the story because like for everybody that's down right now. So he was living in Santa Monica, and he's a tap, pretty much a dancer. Like like they kick with their feet. Like this is not even like. Like what you would consider like, you know, like full on, like, I don't know, jazz or whatever. This, this is like they're just doing their feet, stamping their feet around. So basically, they repo his car. And the guy's repoing the car. And he sees in the back these expensive dance shoes. So he knocks on the door and says, look at dude, I'm taking your car. But these shoes look expensive. Here's your dad's shoes. Good luck. <laughs> now, come on. This is a grown man who's a dancer. Okay, what kind of future does this look like? Dim, right? Looks really dim to me. I would say if that was my husband, I'd be like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Anyway, he tells his wife, this true story, tells his wife, get on your best dress. He puts on a suit, and they go down to the, uh, the Rolls-Royce dealership. And she's like, what are we doing? He goes, we are changing our lives. So we test drove the Rolls Royce, took all the pictures home, put everything up on his mirror. And while he was there, he put up a castle. He put up an Oscar. He put all this stuff, right? And his sister, who's my best friend, Annie, comes over and says, what are you doing? Are you crazy? Just work on getting a job. What do you, what do you, you're not even an actor. What are you doing with an Oscar up there? He's like, this is what I want. I'm going to put it on my mirror, and he took out pictures from magazines and the Rolls-Royce dealership. He put it on his mirror, so I looked at it every day. He went on to win 
America, Europe's most talented or something like that. Something where he got broadcast in the light. Then he became Broadway show. He now has an honorary Oscar. He has a castle in Ireland called Hyde Castle. And he has that Rolls Royce. The guy is worth $100 million. And he tap dances pretty much. Okay? Like, I mean, if that's not a miracle. And that's, I mean, come on. I mean, you know what I mean? Now, if you go watch him, he's a Nuria, he, you know, he's an athlete, he's, like, amazing at what he does, but would you suspect that he could get that castle in Rolls Royce when he was getting his car repoed? But this is the vision this man had. I'm not going down. I'm going to get these things. And he got an honorary Oscar for doing an act at the Oscars or something. So he even got the Oscar, even though he wasn't in the movie business. So... Well, I consider that a miracle. Yeah, I'd say that's kind of it seemed like he kind of <laughs> so, followed. He followed the uh, like ask, believe, and receive. It seemed like that's what he followed. Do you heard that before? Say ask, believe, like believe, like you already got it and you receive it. Definitely, definitely, and that is it. It's like what it really is is getting on that vibration. But the thing is, not a lot of people have that steely-eyed determination to never falter, or they don't have the self-confidence. And that's the other thing I say with all my clients. And, and really, honestly, this is what I do for a living almost full-time is counsel people around the world on Skype. If anyone needs me, I'm over at morningmayan.com because I work from everything from dating to working with people on um, empowerment to working with people that are like channeling spirits and want to know how they can deal with that. So I work with people on all sorts of things, but across the board, Nobody loves himself enough. Even my celebrity clients don't love themselves enough. That's why people are killing themselves and hanging themselves. Like, it doesn't matter how beautiful they are or they're drug addicted because they're like, they don't love themselves. So the fame doesn't make them love themselves. The perfect mate doesn't make them love themselves. The perfect house, the fame, the accolades. When all of a sudden they realize none of this is making them happy, that they still don't love themselves that's when they start going nuts. And the real reason is we get programmed early on. like We're never good enough. To not love ourselves, you yeah. know? Like the third dimension is a difficult place. And even if we had great parents, they didn't tell us enough. You're awesome. You're wonderful just the way you are. Don't worry if you didn't do good at that. You're going to be a star at this. You know what I mean? It's just like we, you know, we need everything, you know? And it's like most people didn't have that enough. So I also say if you really are serious about changing your life, I, I always give my clients Louise Hayes mass affirmations oh, yeah. on self-love and, and that's the OG. So yeah, because if you don't love yourself at a certain point, then you start sabotaging yourself, even if you get the stuff you like. I, so you, right? I noticed with me, like my 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 thing is, I noticed like I pretty much achieved like all the stuff I wanted to achieve, but I noticed like I was basically kind of reaching too low. So now I'm like, hold up, I need to because everything I'm writing down, I'm hitting it, but I'm like, I need to like go higher because I'm I'm hitting everything I want. So that might be with the. If you don't love yourself, you're not going to go the highest limit. You're going to kind of, you know, you're not going to reach for the moon. You're going to reach for the, you know, what you see ahead of you. So I noticed that with myself. Right. Right. Yes. And you'll find things like after you listen to these tapes over and over, you know, they'll say everything from like, you know, I run into lucky circumstances. And it's like the truth is, it's like if you're really looking to change your life in any way, whether it's like get in shape. Like I always tell people, if you don't know where to start right now to improve your life, my first key on how to raise your frequency is to start cleaning your house. And I don't mean like cleaning toilets. I mean, start dumping all the stuff out of your house you really don't need or you really don't love. So you have your space back. Because once you get space back and you only have the things you love in your house, you're you start to get in a very high frequency, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that is a, like a good start where people feel too stuck to start doing anything else. And the, why I give the affirmations too, because you can just listen to them in the background. They're free. They're on YouTube. And um, 
you know, you can be doing the dishes or folding laundry or stretching or doing anything. And it will lead you to, like, say you need to go to a membership. Uh, like, you want to go, go to a gym, but you can't afford it. And you're, like, really trying to get a better body. I can guarantee you if you're just open to it and you're in this frequency that's a little higher, you're going to run into someone that says, like, what, there's free yoga every day down at the beach? Or, like, my friend's got a gym and I've got a membership. Just go. Because that's what happens. Like, it starts connecting without the money. And so to what you were saying, though, Poe, yes, I would say definitely listen to these affirmations to start shooting higher. But I also think what you're doing is very good, too, because I find that a lot of times people, if they jump from, like, the mailroom to CEO, it doesn't work in their life all the way around um, because steps help us deal with, like, our family deal with, like, okay, the schedule changing. Let's just say you're going from a male person to the CEO, right? You're going to be working a lot more hours and probably traveling and all of that stuff. So gradually, if you were looking what you're doing, like moving up the steps ladder, right, you're going to start having to spend more time away from home. At least your wife's used to it. She gets a babysitter. It won't go from, like, you're there all the time to, you're gone, you know what I mean? You're traveling the world, see you later. You don't have any of the same friends. So taking it step by step works a lot for human beings, I found, to, like, not, to make sure they're on board, mind, body, and spirit with where you're going. Because a lot of people want that CO job, but, you know, I had a guy high up that wanted that, and then I started talking to him, like, you know, okay, let's just go there. It's going to be 70 hours a week. He's like, well, that won't work. I have two young kids. I've got bowling on Fridays. The guys and I go golfing on Sundays. I'm like, well, that does not happen for the $300,000 job. That's 70 hours a week, flight around the world. No bowling nights for you. No little kids walking and like playing. And that, that's not, you have, that's what it is, you know? So then he started realizing, well, wait, I don't really want that. I want more money. I want more responsibility but I don't want to give my life up for money. And it's good when you realize what you really want because then once you realize, you can create it. That's the part really is like getting specific on what you want, Paul, getting very, very specific. Yeah, so that's why I feel like that's why you need to write it down to get specific, come with the details. Uh, I definitely think it's good to write it down. It's good to remind yourself of what you want. And uh, I think also, um, I wrote a book on this specifically. And people, if you want, you can leave my address. I'll, I send this to people. In fact, if they go over to my website, I, I'll give it to them for free. And it's called The Triangle Plan. And basically, um, when you talk about writing things down, that's really great. But I would urge you that because we're in the third dimension and everything's in the trinity, the mind, body, spirit, they all have a voice in you, okay? So a lot of times, like, you might think, I'm going to put this in the dating realm, okay? You might think you want, maybe you meet a girl that's super, super smart. You love her mind. She's political. She's all, oh, she's all that, right? <laughs> and she's got some great spirit. Like, you know, she's trying to save the world. She, like, your whole family loves her, blah, blah, blah. But you're physically really not attracted to her. Okay, so two sides of your triangle are like, yes, 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 yes. And the third side is like, well, okay, now take that out of the dating realm. Let's go to your job. You know what I mean? So let's think of like when you go to create something, all sides of you've got to be happy. You know what I mean? Like you've got to be mentally like, yeah, I really want this. And your spirit's got to be like, yeah, you know, like I know people that wanted to be a lawyer think I'm going to be a lawyer. And then when I get to their spirit part, the spirit's like, no way. I don't want to be in an office. I don't want to do that. I don't want to sell my life for, for money that way. No. So you're not going to create that if you've got a part of you that's fighting against it. You have to have – it's good when you write it down if you know that, like, ask your body, do I want – for let's go to the job. Okay, this is a 9-to-5 job. Do I want to work 9-to-5 and have weekends off and three weeks a year? Or do I want to work for myself? Or, okay, so say your, your, your body says, no, I want to work for myself maybe four hours a day. Okay, then you might go over to your spirit and say, yeah, I always wanted to start a business. I don't want to be locked in a cubicle over here working for somebody, you know. Okay, now two sides of you are wanting to start your own business now. Mm -hmm. So maybe your mental 
side comes in is like, we don't know how to do this, never had a website, never done this. And then like you would have to talk your mental side into it. Well, you can learn. You can go on YouTube and learn how to bend a damn spoon with your mind. You can learn anything on YouTube. You don't even need to go to college anymore. Right. Just, you just need to learn how to do something. And really, it's all there for you. So, you know, in this case, you would have to talk the mind into it. Like, well, okay, I'm going to have to learn some things like, you know, how do I get a website up for cheap to start a business? And then how do I get customers and things like that? Anyway, I'm saying, and then you was talking about Bob Proctor. I like his book, uh, You Are Born Rich. But uh, is there any other authors you listen to and like? Besides yourself, I of really course. Love, <laughs> yeah, I listen to myself a whole lot. Uh, no, um, I really love the Hicks. Yeah, really that's my people. Hicks. I actually went and saw them too. I went and saw her in person. Did you? Yeah, it was great. I had to. That's. I mean, I really, I really study her stuff, so I, I had to go see her. If you ever come out here, I gotta go see you too. If you come in San Diego, I'm in San Diego. Oh yeah, well, I'm in Santa Monica right now. All right, so uh, if you come out or if you somewhere close and you're doing an event, I'll, I'll be there. Definitely. You know, I don't really do live channelings, um, because uh, you know it, it's a <laughs> lot. It's a lot to do. So I started just um, writing books and and back going on YouTube, which I'm going to come back full time because I just found it easier to connect with multitudes that way for me. But Anyway, I really love, uh, the Hicks are amazing, as you know, and I really love, have you heard of Barbara Hanclow? Mm-mm. Barbara Hanclow? Barbara Hanclow, she's she's a channeler, Hanclough. she's amazing, Okay. and I, she's not on YouTube, though, she only has books, they own Baron Company, but the other, she unlocked all the codes in the Mayans, she, like, deciphered all the stuff in the, in the, in the pyramids and stuff, she's just super clairvoyant, amazing, I've seen her a number of times in Lilydale and at the Prophets Conference, but the other person I really love on YouTube, who I think is amazing, is um, Teal Swan, have you listened to her at all? Mm-mm. Teal Swan. Teal Swan has a very interesting background. She comes across kind of bizarre, um, but from what I understand, she was like abducted into a cult and buried underground. Like horrible things happened to this girl, but she came out and she's like channeling some high wisdom. And especially, I like her stuff on. She did a video on boundaries. Which I think is is a really important thing because I, I've worked in mental health, you know, and it's like there's a lot of unhealthy people out there that like push, you know, people's boundaries and hurt people, and people need to learn, you know. Oh yeah. A boundary is anything feel good about it. Like if you don't like people eating M and M's in front of you, it freaks you out. You don't have to justify why. Anybody that loves you is not going to start eating M&Ms in front of you. You know, it's just that simple. And it's again, it's kind of going back to that self love. Poe that I think I can't really, unless you have that true self-love, you're not going to get to the frequency where you manifest great things for yourself. That's why they have to go together. That's what I've seen with people. You know what I mean? Like I can work with clients one-on-one and help them manifest something in the moment because I'm kind of like a coach holding them up, doing a backflip. You know what I mean? But I don't want... I don't want to be their crutch. I want them to fly on their own. You know, the, the, the whole thing is for you to do the backflip on your own, not for me to be there to hold you to do it. And in the end, you know, unless people change their core frequencies that they keep burping up, like for instance, if you've had 10 bad relationships, you have a bad relationship frequency. Mm. And the only way you're going to change that is not with a new person, you know, is, is to go back and reset a healthier frequency for yourself. So then when the next unhealthy situation shows up, you're like, heck no, how did I ever find the sexy, some person treating me like shit? You know what I mean? Because you love yourself. So, yeah. How important is like uh, prayer and meditation with all this? Well, I'm a big believer in you know, Jesus, and I pray daily to, you know, uh, basically God and Jesus and and all the angels and love, but I'm not really, you know, a religious person, I'd say. I'm more like I believe that love is, is the language of God and Jesus, and love is the divine energy. And anytime we bring love into the earth plane, we are creating the miracle. I mean, I think that 
in my humble, you know, feeling of what I know, that is bringing Christ energy truly without just talking about it. Like, you know, I know people that sit around with their Bible and will outline passages and then walk by somebody on the street that Test needs to help. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I, and I've yelled at them. I'm like, what, what are you doing? You're like in your mind thinking you're going to debate the Bible. Like, that's what it's about. It's about love. You know, and anytime you bring love into a situation, even and let's go there, you love a job, you love something. I manifested free surfing lessons in Hawaii when I was poor because I loved it so much. I put up pictures all over the wall. I practiced surfing in my living room. I watched the video over and over and over again. And I was I was a single mom that was broke on like I think welfare at the time. And it's like but I worked at a rehab, and don't you know, somebody relapsed, and they called me up, and they said, would you go over and get my daughter for me from um, Pat Benatar, of all people. She took my daughter. She won't give her back, and we're supposed to go on a surf trip to uh, Hawaii tomorrow. So if I pay for everything, will you come as my sober coach? <laughs> so I left the next day to the exact place I'd had on my wall, to the videos I'd been watching, because I manifested it because I loved it so much. And that's what I think was Michael Flatley's truth, too. He loved the idea of being super rich, man. He loved the idea of a castle and the rolls and the whole thing. I personally don't want all that, but he did, and he loved it. I wanted the surfing. I wanted, I wanted to see the world. I manifested free flying. So it's like... What you love is what you will manifest. So I tell, like, get into it. Whatever it is, write it down. Get pictures of it. Watch videos of it. Don't stop. If you want to go to Paris, read everything on Paris. Watch every video on Paris. Like, learn French for free on YouTube. Like, immerse yourself into it. And I, I will tell you, you will be in Paris sooner than you know. Somebody will just have to take you, or you will get a free ticket, or it'll it'll just happen, and um, that's that's it. Love it, you love it. Use it. That's the miracle. Like so, I think they're together. Like when I think of Christ and 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 God energy, I think of love, and when I think of like love, I think if I really want something, I love it so much, it'll show up. And that is the divine miracle for me because every time it showed up, like I, I flew around the world for free, no money. Hmm. So, so that's God, you, you know, that I, and it, it, even with all my manifesting, I kept thinking, well, one of my screenplays is going to go big or I'm a painter, so I'm just going to painting, then I'll be able to go. Did I ever think I'd get the free flying the way I got the free flying? Never in a million years. But that's what I'm saying. When you just want it and love it so much, and yes, write it down like you said, Poe. Visualize it, but go even further. Put it on your wall. Oh, yeah. I got vision boards. At, I got it at the house and I got it at work. Vision boards. You, you do vision boards and stuff? I do. Yeah. I do. I put up things all around me that I want and um, to remind myself, you know, also because, and this is the same in relationships, like say you've had bad relationships and then you decide you really just want a good relationship, right? It's like, well, it, say you go out and you start dating a bunch of people on the dating sites and whatnot. It's like when you run into that same frequency of like, this is not a good person. They're being rude or unkind or not asking about me you're healthy enough to walk away from it and realize that's not what's on my vision board. The vision board is the nice person. The vision board is the partner that's going to be like, you know, because people win in this life. Like two people may get much further than one person. So if you can find a good partner, like your life is going to be better, I found, no matter how they're trying to tear up the families these days. It's like... And then, and then you was talking about, when you was talking about um, Esther Hicks, y'all kind of say the same thing about... Uh, frequency and vibration because her her whole thing she just says you need to always focus on um feeling good so anytime you have a negative thought you need to pivot and like focus on good things so that's kind of even how you were saying like if you want to go to french you need to be studying all the french stuff or stuff like that so is that kind of like this like the same thing as frequency and vibration just putting your mind on the things you want and that good feeling and staying away from the negative totally Totally it is. And it, it's because it's like, for instance, let's go back to the Paris thing, right? Mm -hmm. So if you really believe that you'll go to Paris someday, one thing you might start doing is like learning French. So I always tell like, expect like you're going. 
Like, act like you're going, as if, the great as if, believe right? Yeah, so it's believe. like, because say you're starting, you're wanting to manifest going to Paris, right? And then you're manifesting it in your mind, you got up the picture, blah, blah, blah. Well, all of a sudden, you get to go next week. Well, you don't know any French terms. Mm -hmm. You don't know for any French So it's like, like, act like you're going. Get ready that, like, when you go, you'll have the best time. You know where you want to go. You know the trips you would want to take that are special. You know, like, the cool areas. Like, so you're, like, like immersed in it, I think, is, like, part of the way of bringing the frequency in. You know, immersal. Like, true immersal into, like, the love of it. You know? Because sometimes the picture just isn't enough. Like, you know what I mean? Bring in the sounds of French music, for instance. Yeah, I'm just using that as an example, you know. Um, but I also think that the, back to the initial, like, vibration of feeling worthy enough is the other side thing. Like, you can put up all the posters you want, but if you don't think you're worthy of getting something and that fear is going to burp up, all the time, as it will for people. They're like, I'm doing everything right, but I'll still, like, worry about it coming in or I'll, like this, and then I'll be like, well, that's because you don't have the self-esteem yet to trust and, you know, the self-love to know that no matter what happens, you're going to be okay. And that comes back to the patterning I told you about. Like, so they kind of go hand in hand because, you know what I mean? You can sabotage yourself even though you're doing all the right stuff. So that's why I tell people, because it's at a subconscious level that I'm talking about, that we're sabotaging ourselves. So we don't know that we're doing it. It's old patterns that are playing out at an instinctual level. So uh, the only way we can change those is to go in and reprogram them by listening to so many of those affirmations while you're going to sleep every day. I tell people do it every day for an hour until you're burping up what it says naturally, and then you replace your old thing. And... Uh, that is beautiful because that truly is being the master of your own destiny. Because if you reprogram yourself to greatness, there's no stopping you. There's nothing getting in your way. But it's, it's going to be amazing how many people listen to this and how maybe only one will do it. But that one person will change their life. So. Yeah. I was going to say, what would you say to the people that's like, uh... It's all of attraction stuff. It's a bunch of mumbo jumbo. Don't believe in that stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I'd say you're missing out on a, on all the richest people in the world, the Illuminati, everybody doing everything bad. They're already using this. They're getting together in groups and manifesting all this stuff that uh, is not, you know, and they're using it. It's the big. It's what they hid from everybody. It's why they took the number thirteen off of everything. They didn't do that because there's because oh the poor people are so superstitious. We want to protect them from being worried. That's not why it's not on any building or anything. Number thirteen is in frequency um, language the God connector for, through which every every being across all the universes and all the dimensions can connect through the God frequency. It's the space. And, you know, Einstein said we could study all the quarks and leptons we want uh, down to matter, but we're 99.99% the space. So if the space is love, immortal, um, then why can't you get everything you want? If it's the miracle and we're mostly the miracle, see, that's the difference. The people that understand really what's going on understand we have the ability to create things like literally feeling like magic but it's not it's just our success it's what we were meant to do it's the hunters in cavemen days that knew to turn this way to mm -hmm. get the buffalo here so they could eat and, and it's like it's always been there but now we need to realize that they don't want us to know how to be empowered come on we'd stop working like little busy bees and we'd start creating things and we'd be in the kingdom of heaven and like i said i'm not a bible person but um yeah, we can create anything we want. And I just say, if you don't, don't be part of the, um, they want you to not know what's going on. Yeah. They yeah. just keep being a cog in the wheel, you know? Just be a cog in the wheel. Be an eater. Be, you know, be a, you know, a buyer. An eater and a buyer. Buy our stuff. Eat our stuff. And, you know, don't make a lot of waves. And it's like, you just need to step out of that paradigm. So, people 
will get information and the people that are ready will take it and go. And then, you know, may, when they are ready, maybe things will echo back and they'll come back to this podcast or they'll find the Hicks or they'll find somebody that gives them the same message again until they get it because it's your God-given right to be powerful on this planet and to be abundant. And you sure the heck aren't supposed to be a victim worrying about rent. Um, that's not where it's at. That's yeah. victim. And what would you like to say to all your uh, the readers of your books and your fans and supporters? Aw, uh, well, I'm really blessed to have so many lovely people that write me daily and, uh, and follow me on YouTube. And uh, I would say um, I really love you guys, and I really believe if you're listening to this, then you have the ability to do anything that you dream of right now because there are no accidents, and the frequency of this information is... It's kind of like the master's class. Let's just face it, you know. Kindergarten 101 consciousness is going to go over their head, you know. It's just like, but if you're on the master level and you're really ready for better things in your life, this information is, it's the diploma. Go get everything you want. Believe me. You can get anything. I just became a baroness. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not. No, I believe it. Like, you're right. Anything you want, we can do. Like, it's only only person stopping you is you, your mind. That's why, I like, do you like the book Think and Grow Rich? Oh, I love it. Yeah, that's oh my, my God. book right there. It's Well, it's the same thing, Poe. It's, it's the same thing in another language, right? The law of attraction is just like, if you believe it, it will be. And it's like, and then it's like, if you get in the frequency that when you say that energy, it's like, and when you're in that energy, it's going to happen. It has to happen. Yeah, it's in the Bible too, isn't it? And as a man think of so is he. It's in the Bible. You're right. That's great. That it's, but I think along with that, people should realize it's like, this is a science. It's like gravity. It's like not maybe. Gravity is working all the time, and the law of attraction is working all the time. And the minute you get a hold of your life, instead of being in the driver's seat and just wait, whatever your current frequency brings you, that's when you start having a life that, like you dream of. Like I am living a life I dream, I dreamed of. It's, it's. I love my life. I have an amazing life. Do I still have problems? Do I have issues? Yes. Hello. Welcome to the human, you know, world. You know. But am I like living the world I wanted? I really am. And it's like, and anybody can do it. You know, anybody can go, you know, where they want to go, you know, as high as they want to go. If they love it, if they believe it, it's, it's true. It, it's, it's true. All what right. do you want to do, Ho? What's your dream? Uh, I mean, this, <laughs> I just want to take it bigger, but this, what I'm doing. Be a okay. Be a, I want to multi. Be a multi-millionaire. Have a family. I just got a divorce, so I want to have a family. Have kids. Multi-millionaire, the only thing, and then just keep doing my show and just get it bigger. But I like how I'm doing it. I'm bridging the personal development, self-help, and the music. So I'm trying to. I've been doing it for ten years, but yeah, this is what I want to do. What I'm doing. That's great. So like, so would you say? Now I'm just going to use you as like. So yeah, it's good. Say, that what that like what where you would really like to see yourself going is possibly making a you know a you know five hundred thousand dollars a year off of your YouTube channel, producing it out of your house, and yes. becoming a celebrity on yes. YouTube. Yes, <laughs> and that's a good, it's a good step, right? Because a lot of people are discovering. Like, I live in Hollywood, and I can tell you, you're better off almost starting your own thing than trying to weed through the masses over here, because. Okay. You know, let them find you, in other words, right? You know, like Jenna Marbles. It's like sooner or later, they're going to find you if you're big enough because YouTube is where the new talent's coming. So then I would say to you, okay, so what are you doing on a daily level besides, like, are you currently working another job? Yeah. Okay, so when you get home from your job, you still probably have eight hours of your own life left or, you know, that you have yourself, right? Right. All right, so what are you doing in eight hours that's moving you toward a full-time $500,000-a-year uh, YouTube channel? Uh, working on the show, reading, learning. I try to go to the okay. gym. So, I, I, I got so you're doing huh? long. Huh? So you're doing things when you get home. You're working full-time. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm always working. 
I'm, I'm always working. <laughs> I'll never, no days off. I'm always doing something. Like I said, you got to work towards your goals. You can't, they're not going to happen if you don't work towards them. Right, right, right. Like I said, so, I study a lot of these, uh, like a lot, I mean, I listen to a lot of those, uh, that's how I found to you. I just study a lot of like law of attraction. So I'm really getting into that and just trying to really, uh, take my brand higher. It's, it's, it's growing. So I know I'm going in the right path, but I just got to keep doing it. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So have you done something like I would tell somebody like, and you may have, so just bear with me. I'm not yeah, trying yeah, to, all good. just trying to keep it simple for everybody. Like, like the best thing you can do is to find somebody that's already doing what you do and copy what they did. It's called the wheel, stealing the wheel. Have you ever heard that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So who is like somebody that's close to what you want to be emulating? Um, That's the hard part because I'm pretty much got my own niche. It's not okay. too many because well, I mean, like I said, I'm doing the music. But then like, I'm bringing in a personal development, so it's not too many, you know, especially rap music, they always kind of shine that in a negative light. So so what I'm doing is kind of, I'm, I don't know too many people doing exactly what I'm doing, but I have to kind of like, you know, you're right, I need to research and see who's doing what, even though they're not exactly what I'm doing, I can still get some stuff from them. Well, well I can tell you a couple things that like, for instance, uh, I don't, I have not seen your videos yet, I haven't been on YouTube, but I would love to, but like, and I don't have this either, so it's like I'm, I'm like I'm just telling you, if you're serious about your YouTube channel, right? You need great lighting, you need a great set, you need you need um, a thumbnail with a great logo, so every time it comes up, it's Poe in the same dealio, you know. It's like all those things that go along with like what the celebrity channels look like. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you have that. I certainly don't. And I have 37,000 subscribers and I don't have anything like that, like cool going on, like lighting or anything. But if I wanted to go like Jenna Marbles or somebody, I would have to have the lighting, right? I'd have to have the microphone. I'd have to, they always have a cool set behind them that like mythical morning, like they were just like, they had a cool set. I swear those guys were huge just because they had a cool set behind them. They had a bunch of cool guitars and stuff. But, but the bottom line is like, they all have certain things going on, you know what I mean? That you would have to like. I don't know what you like. Yeah. What you have is no, going on, thing, but the good thing is about it. I'm actually moving back into my house, and I'm gonna be able to set up a studio like that. So, and I actually have a friend already that has a studio in his house, so he can tell me how to do it. So, good. Yeah. Well, I mean, so this is what I'm saying. If you really compete with the big guys, you have to model what they're doing. So, what do their thumbnails look like? Okay, they have some great picture of themselves same like the same lettering you know all the time only it's a different show you know what i mean but it's the same thing like a pewdiepie or whatever it's like and you can get that done on fiverr you know what fiverr is oh uh, yeah oh yeah i use okay. fiverr a lot <laughs> um, well, well i know right in fact a lot of people have never heard of fiverr and i tell people like you can start your own business now with fiverr like you can have a website you can have a logo Everything. you can everything good for a couple hundred bucks and another hundred bucks to host it, but then you have an online business. You're in business, man. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, I think people underestimate how easy it is with the tools these days, and Fiverr is like, oh my God, it's crazy. I started my publishing company with Fiverr when I barely had any money. And no, I even tell people too, because like, I get mad at people want to be like, oh, I want to do a podcast, and they try to make all these excuses. And I'm like, bro, all you need is a mic. And plug that shit up to your computer, and you got a podcast. <laughs> like they try to make it like it's like so much stuff they gotta do. I was like, man, it's not it's not as hard. People yeah, make, they make barriers. It's like you got to use what you got, and then as you get better stuff, you can use it. But if you, it's, it's basic. They don't have to have all this stuff to do a podcast or whatever they think they gotta do, or to write a book or whatever. Shit's easy. Just do it. It, you know, you're so smart. I I saw this TED talk. Oh, to what you just said. And it was this guy, and he was talking about goals. And he's like, okay, imagine you're in a room, a square room. And so he said, if you have a goal, like your goal is to be like making your money as in your podcast world, empowerment, whatever you want to call it. Um, and, you know, making a living off of it, affecting people, building, you know, building a show that maybe gets picked up mainstream and bigger, you know, possibilities are endless. Um, oh, my God. Where is, oh, he said, okay, so you know that's your goal. All right, you said you write that down. So in this case, he says, okay, your goal, he goes, in this case, is to get to the other side of the corner of the room. 
He goes, so, okay, that's your goal. He goes, start walking. So he started walking across the room, and then he put it, somebody put a chair in front of him. He goes, okay, now what do you do? And they're like, I move the chair out of the way or I walk over it, and I go to the other side of the room, right, because I have a goal to get the other side of the room. He goes, if you don't have a goal, now I'm not going to give you any goal. He goes, just start walking around the room. So I start walking around the room, puts the chair in front of you. And what happens? People stop. You know why? Because they don't know which way to go. The minute the goal comes up, because they don't have a goal. So like you, you're like, if you've got a goal to have a podcast, here's your microphone, here's your computer. You know what I mean? But if they don't really have that goal, they can't even get over that first hurdle to like plug the darn microphone in or set up a YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. After you're like, you need to have a real goal. And it's like, you need to care about the goal. Because if you don't care about the goal, nothing's going to happen unless you care about it and breathe life into it, into the world you want to be. You know, you immerse yourself in it. You know, when I became a publisher, it's like all I did, 18 hours a day, I owned a restaurant in Malibu and it closed suddenly. A big developer bought the whole area. And so instead of having like, Something really big to sell. Let's just say I had movie stars in there every day. Anthony Hopkins, Tom Hanks, everybody. So I had nothing to sell. And my restaurant closed like that. So I'm like, oh, shoot. <laughs> you know? uh, there goes the down payment on the house, uh, everything. And now I'm on unemployment. I'm like, ah. Oh. And I just realize I'm like, okay, I always wanted to be a publisher. This is it. I'm going for it. And I just ran as hard as I could. I watched videos all day long. Every bit of money I had, I invested in it. And it's like, it got rocky, but that's what I'm doing now. You know, and it's like, so if you really want something, you can get it. You can learn how to do it. You can get it made on Fiverr. You can, like, get help. Go for it. <laughs> all right. I want to say thank you for coming through politics with me. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank See, you so much for having me. You smell that? I smell. I smell a follow-up interview. <laughs> yeah, we had to. I had to come bring you back on a little later. And we talk. Hopefully, like if you come out with another book or something, bring you back on talk about the new book. But make sure yeah, you well, put always put them on Audible. That, that's how I found you on Audible. So just keep make sure you put your stuff on Audible. That's great. People love audiobooks. I do have about three of my manifesting books on Audible. Okay. So they're all available on Audible, and um, you can always find me over at Morning Mayan, like Good Morning, and then Mayan Calendar and Morning Mayan on YouTube or on MorningMayan.com. And Poe, thank you so much. It's so nice to meet you, and so nice to um, be introduced to your listeners, and, and thanks so much for having me on. You're welcome.